but for real, are you going to leave today? Yeah, I have to. Because i got to give you the history of Ouija boards. I hope you're ready. I hope you're ready for this fucking knowledge I'm about to drop on you. I got the Fox Sisters. I got fucking Kennard Novelty Company and Charles Kennard of Baltimore. I got Elijah Bond, a businessman. <laughs> I got William Fold. I got the idea motor effect. I got a fucking article explaining this shit and how it works. I got some fucking crimes involved in Ouija boards. If I had run out of shit to can talk you talk about, can, can we can we go back to you talking into the mic, please? What? Can we go back to you talking into the mic, are we, please? We're not recording. Are yes, we? the fuck we are. <laughs> Is this the episode? <laughs> yes. <laughs> when did we fucking start? About a hot minute ago. <laughs> what the fuck? I literally thought we were just having a conversation about. I thought, oh shit, this is like fucking inception. I'm not really sure what parts of my life are the podcast and what parts of my life are real life. I'm still not no, sure. No, I, I, I went ahead and just clicked that record button. Did you really? Yeah. Fuck. I was like breathing in the mic and sitting all sloppy. Bitch, you were breathing in the mic. Your ass was talking. Oh, you two were talking to the damn refrigerator. I fucking thought we were just having a conversation. Like, I didn't realize that we start. So, what did we say? Did I tell all my secrets? Yes, you did. Oh, no. <laughs> oh no! Well, ladies and gentlemen, Trent will know that I like him. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! He's gonna know I have a crush. Welcome. God damn! Welcome, one and all. Welcome myself. Welcome all of you. Welcome me to the Haunted Heart Podcast. <laughs> Wait, I don't get a welcome. Well, I mean, you already fucking knew we were here. I welcomed just, my damn you self. You fucking slide, clicked record. I don't even know. I don't even know when when it started. <laughs> it's weird. I don't have my persona on yet. You see. Oh, I wasn't your ready. Persona. I didn't do my vocal warm ups. I didn't <laughs> I didn't clear my, my nasal passages appropriately before we began. Are you how are you feeling today? Are you a human today or a little better or I'm, what? I'm feeling much less congested. I'm feeling much more energized. Um my I just have a small problem that my lungs are liquefying and turning to dust. How do how do they liquefy and then turn to dust? Well they first liquefy, right? And then they just drip down into my abdomen and then the harsh climate of the inside of my body uh, kind of like just dries them all out and just kind of turns them into dust that just blows into the wind. Kind of like the, in Harry Potter when Lord Voldemort like disappeared. Oh, yeah. Like there's a liquid stage before that, though. And then and there's then just, just like ash that just blows and into and the like, ether. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Oh! <laughs> Voldemort doesn't make you it. You were going to have some... Very angry potheads on you right now. Why? Because you spoiled it for other people. Is that a thing? I don't know. Is that a... What the fuck? No. Why do they have to be potheads? Potterheads, but I said... Oh, potterheads. I thought we were talking about drug culture. (laughs) No, that's for another episode. Let me reach into my Lana Del Rey (laughs) 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 knowledge here. Slip on that persona. Wait, hold on. Where's your flower crown? Sleepy. Just so sleepy. Where's your flower crown? And my eyes are just, I just can't. Katie, are you, are you petting a tiger right now? I saw this beautiful fucking meme 
that was like, um, it was a SpongeBob meme, and he was going into his file cabinet, and it was like stuff or like Lana's Lana Del Rey's file cabinet or like stuff Lana writes songs about, and it was like <laughs> older men, drugs, like the West, and then like fucking like emotional tragedy or something it was really it was much better than what i'm describing but it was it was 110 percent me except drugs i don't know dick about drugs i really i wish i was cooler and that i did not that drugs are cool but like just just dig that grave katie i just wish i knew enough to not sound like a fucking yuppie ass idiot you know what i mean yeah you know what i mean well this isn't the the talk about drugs podcast like if so somebody was like find some drugs i'd be like where like can i buy them at the target no, no? remember that one time yeah <laughs> i remember that one time that's where i was yeah that's why, you like, know, that's why i like gave you friend. the look that nobody else could see you're my I'm fucking like, hood friend what was that dude's name i'm not going there okay <laughs> that's probably how you get murdered yeah i'm not then, going there yeah you can see i don't have a lot of experience in the in the you're streets. lacking in the etiquette department well the I drug etiquette know. department I, i'm lacking in the in the etiquette and presentation department today because i didn't know you're just lacking in i'm just etiquette. lacking i'm just fucking <laughs> lacking i'm just lacking it's just not quite man mm. well if you haven't fucking clicked away from <laughs> this episode yet please, stay. Please, please don't leave me um we um have a couple of friends that we want to talk about before we get into the episode yes um our friends over at dead planet company uh they are kj and dan and they definitely share our love of horror. Yes. And, and sci-fi cinema. Mm-hmm. I guess it's more so horror good. for me, more sci-fi for it's you. It's so good. So definitely go check them out. Uh, they create really cool enamel pins so that you can just show the world how big of a freak you really are. I love enamel pins. I have a problem with enamel pins. Well, we've talked about this before. Yes. And I am obsessed with their Beetlejuice pin. Yeah, the Beetlejuice pin is really nice. I think it's cool. That was their first one, actually. They actually just uh, started this year. Um, So they're a pretty new company. um, And the Beetlejuice pin was their first, was their inaugural pin, which was a pretty awesome choice, if you ask me. Absolutely. Their latest one, they actually have a Gozer pin from Beetlejuice, um, uh, from um, Ghostbusters. Whoa, that would be a weird crossover. (laughs) Can you fucking imagine the the guys from Ghostbusters hunting fucking Beetlejuice? That movie would have been... I mean, that movie was good anyway, but that would have been fantastic. Bill Murray. I just fucking, fucking love Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, though. I, I want to kind of like... That's how I kind of want to be in the afterlife. Mm-hmm. Just like, whatever. Bio-exorcist, mm-hmm. bitch. That movie has it all. Every single look... Are you that is Lydia? served in that book. I am. Well, no. Did I say book? Fucking well, there's what? the. I, I thought you were talking about the handbook for the recently deceased. No, I was talking about the movie, but I called it a fucking book because I'm wow. trash. Because so, you're lacking. Because I'm fucking lacking. <laughs> I'm lacking. Period. No, um, every single look that Lydia Deeds serves in that movie is like my dream, my dream 
wardrobe. I, I wish that I cared enough to wear that m- much clothing. <laughs> the red wedding dress. Yes. Yes. Iconic. Mm-hmm. So yes, definitely. Uh, are go we check playing them out. the Beetlejuice film? <laughs> we're also or are we playing Dead Planet? <laughs> we're also plugging Beetlejuice. Go watch it's fucking Beetlejuice. Yeah, go order your pin and then watch fucking Beetlejuice. As you get wear your, your pin, pin and then watch Beetlejuice. Do whatever the fuck you want sure. to. And I then don't photograph care. yourself with your pin. Exactly. Ju- Beetlejuice. Uh, but you can find them on Instagram at Dead Planet. D E A D P L A N E T C O. Thank you. The illiterates, thank you so much. <laughs> we don't have to spell words when they're spelled like how they're supposed to be spelled. Well, you never know. Because, like, hello, gorgeous sounds like gorgeous, but. That's true. You never know. Right, but it's spelled different. You never know. But I feel like people assume. Anyway. <laughs> I feel like you're extra today, and I'm and I'm lacking. I'm very excited. I almost today. said I'm lonely, and I don't really know why that happened. That was a slip. God, where is that? How can you be lonely when you were with me and our candles and our new mics and our soundboard and our yes and our fucking soundboard? Let's cue Beyonce. Yeah, don't touch it though. Oh God, <laughs> I'm gonna break. It. Don't touch it. I wasn't you might touching screw the up buttons. any of the. Le- don't screw up some shit because next thing you know, you, we might be like, "Don't it's touch warm. it. Don't touch it." I'm gonna break it. Don't touch it. Leave it be. I'm gonna break it, and then we're gonna need a new one. And that's how I'm segueing to our Patreon. Go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, our Patreon needs some loving. Uh, we're posting cool shit on there. We're posting cool audio on there for you. And we have some surprises. Did you say surprise? Surprises. Surprise. And we don't want to say too much, but we've gotten some feedback from you guys. We've gotten some messages and emails and such. Um, and we know that you guys are very interested in the M word. The what word? Not marriage. Mm, meatloaf. I mean, I personally am very interested in meatloaf. Wait, are we talking the singer or the dish? Why not both? Mm, the singer's We're a little... talking Meg. Meg? Meg. The Meg. The Meg. The Meg. Have you ever... You didn't... You, you've been away from Facebook for a while. You have. haven't seen Fucking the that trailer of garbage. The trailer. <laughs> uh, by the way, where you can also find our our private Facebook group. <laughs> I literally only hang out in our private Facebook group. Like fuck the rest of Facebook. That one corner of Facebook is where I stay, and I am a wallflower of that group. But we're seg- we're getting away from my point, which is we know you guys are interested in the M word. The M word being. Merch. Merch. I don't know what that and is. And we can't tell you too much, but we are working on it. And if you want to be in the know about merch and merch-related secrets, you should join our Patreon because we're going to release the details there first. Mm-hmm. And we might even be doing some collaborative stuff on there and polling and things like that. So... It's all secrets. Super secret. But if you want to be in the know, 
if as you want to if you want to join our cult yeah fucking get on that but <laughs> also hang out with us on facebook too yes because we put a bunch of cool shit up there too and also don't be afraid to post in the facebook group either like i love when other people post in oh our group. fuck yeah it makes it literally makes me so fucking excited if you want to make my day just post shit in the facebook group the fucking I see a notification that someone's posted in the in the group and like the chemicals in my brain just sort of like fire away and I just get all sorts of like tingles and it's happiness. beautiful. My nipples get hard. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you caught me off guard with that one. Uh, yep, yeah. it's hilarious. Well, there's that, guys. So if you want to make Katie's nipples hard, post away. Just go. Just Facebook's the way to do it. It's actually the only way to do it. That's <laughs> it. They, won't, they won't do it any other way. Oh, my God. All right. So, so that's so housekeeping. Bitch, what are we talking about today? So we are talking about... He, he, look at him. He can't stop thinking about it. He's just over there thinking about my nipples. <laughs> Fuck. All right, so we're talking about a very serious subject. We're not. This is not the episode on nipples. This is the episode on Ouija boards. Ooh. Ooh. What's your personal opinion on the spirit boards? I kind of know it, but I don't know that most people that are listening know it. Um. So I think the board itself is fine, right? I mean, it's just just like anything else. The board is just a thing, right? Um, it's not sentient. It's not, there's nothing particularly special about the board, right? You buy it from fucking Parker Brothers. Um, it's just a tool. What I think makes, so the board itself is harmless. I do think that Ouija can be dangerous. Um, and I think what makes it dangerous is not the board. It's not the game. It's nothing to do with how it's set up. It's just the fact that, um, it's sort of commercially doled out and there's very little instruction as to how to work with intention and how to be respectful and how to actually set your intentions and focus your intentions and communicate with respect and, and to be safe, um, in doing it. And so I think what is dangerous about Ouija, about the Ouija board is that it's, it's like, taking a tool and putting it in the hands of somebody who has no idea what they're doing and just kind of seeing what happens. And I think that you can, with your intention that you place on the Ouija board, I think that you can open doors that maybe you don't want to necessarily fucking open. And maybe you don't shut the door. And then maybe a bunch of shit happens to you. (laughs) So I personally don't choose to make that part of my practice. Um, I don't begrudge anybody who does, um, as long as it's something that's done with um, forethought and, you know. Planned. Plan your shit. Know what you're doing. I mean, not necessarily plan, but just like you, respect, forethought, um, and, and like a, a mindfulness as to what your intentions are. 
and an ability to control your intentions. Because I feel like a lot of people go to it and they're just like, let's just fucking talk to something. And you don't want to do that. You don't want to just talk to something. Because no. there's a lot of somethings. And some of them don't like you very much. No, that was the uh, that was a quote that uh, kind of stuck out to me when I was doing a research for uh, this topic. Um, <clears throat> and forgive me, because I cannot remember for the life of me where I got it. Um, but you it's not it. about who you're trying to talk to it's who's listening exactly exactly if you think about it if you threw open the door to a dark room that was full of beings and you couldn't see and you just started talking I mean it's kind of you're kind of doing the same thing in a spiritual sense you're opening yourself up to a lot of stuff that you don't necessarily have an understanding of, I feel like, mm -hmm. as an average Ouija board user. Um, I, I'm not one of those people who's, like, deathly afraid of them. Again, like I said, it's a tool, like any tool. Um, but I think it's what you bring to it that can sometimes fuck you up. Yeah, I, I agree. I have, I mean, I have very similar views. Like, I don't look at, I think it's all about the power that, you put into it mm -hmm. so like with me i have no issues like i you know i have a small collection of ouija boards because i like them i like their yeah. aesthetic i love the aesthetic um and i don't personally put any power into it yeah uh i have a or seem to believe that i have a very strong mental block placed on that sort of element of like the supernatural on Ouija like board ghosts. specifically no but just like or talking paranormal to like ghosts in yeah. general oh, yeah. um and i don't know why i think like i think there might have been something like some things that happened like when i was younger that caused me to just like build up a like a barrier that. and close mm -hmm. myself off to mm -hmm. it so that's why i'm not as you know susceptible to the supernatural and yeah. like the the afterlife sense yeah. like ghosts spirits right. that sort of thing so i it has no power for me see i have the opposite problem because i am like a like a ghost magnet um where I am very, I don't know if it's my beliefs or my own sort of brand of spiritualism or whatever, but I can very easily have experiences like that. Mm -hmm. Like very, like for whatever reason, people just fucking love to talk to me. I don't know. But I, I am sort of. Maybe you smile too much. Maybe you wear too much pain. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, I couldn't let it go. Yeah. No, that's good. Pam reference. True blood. Love it. Get it's into true. it. It's true. But but it's true. Like, throughout my life, um, I've been very, um, I guess, susceptible to the spirit world, whatever you want to call it. Um, and so, for me, something like the Ouija board is like, it would be like if I put a fucking flashing neon sign over my head <laughs> that said, like, come fucking haunt me. You know what I mean? It's like when you're Just on your interested. macro diet and you've got a, 
wonderful Which, by the way, I'm still the fuck on. I had, a, I had one single piece of bologna and a sharp cheddar cheese stick before we started recording. Bitch, you took a bite of that fucking buttercream roll. I saw you. I ya. absolutely did. I saw you. I, I did. I'm going to log it. I'm going to give it, what, 12 ya. carbs? I it was know. just one bite. Well, that's what Eve said. And look what happened. <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. But yeah, I so can. we're a little bit different in that sense. But I think we can both agree that it's really like all in your intention and the power that you it put is. that you put into it. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that I don't believe in ghosts or the spirit realm or anything like that because I, I very much do in a sense, but. I, I'm just not as open to it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I believe in it, but I'm not, like, the door is very much shut, closed, not opening. And yeah. I don't know why, necessarily. And I've actually done tried to do some spiritual exercises to, like, help open up those senses a little bit more, um, which I'm, you know, may or may not regret. <laughs> um but yeah. Hmm. So anyway. I think it yeah, I think it, I think it comes down to it's not the board, it's the person and I think maybe there is a very responsible way to go about you know, using it as a tool. But for me, for me it's a little bit too commercial. Like I just can't get into I don't know. I I never have been able to it's either in my mind opening a door and putting a huge neon flashing sign over my head that says come fuck with me um or it's like just so commercial and lame you know mm. i can't get over that like the fact that fucking parker brothers sells these things like yeah. who the fuck are you gonna talk to yeah. you know yeah i mean it but again it's all about you it's all about what you bring to it and it's not necessarily i mean because you can make your own ouija board yeah like, it's yeah. not any I don't think it really matters. I just matters. fucking need the designer fucking, like, boards from the, like, ship that the pilgrims were brought over oh, on. Oh, God. Um, and the fucking blood of some crazy, some crazy serial killer man. The letters are painted in that in his blood. And then, like, the fucking planchet is, like... I don't know. Made from bone. The skull bone. Yeah. yeah like made the, from bone. Oh, the like, fucking like sternum bone uh-huh. of like some crazy powerful witch. That's that's the Ouija board I need. So I don't we think can that's give the you, Ouija board you need at all. We can give you our P.O. box and you can go ahead and make that for me. Send it to me. Um, that would be beautiful. No. No, I have several. So I actually uh, have one that my mother gave me for Christmas um, oh. that was glow in the dark very like commercial mm-hmm. uh i have one that i made for one of our halloween parties and i know it was technically like one. a prop but i mean it could still be considered a Ouija you could board. still no you could totally still use it um and that one i made uh a little animated like i took a planchet and uh had it animated so that the planchet was like he spinning put a motor on it i put a motor cool on it um it was then, tech that was a rare moment that of was tech. Re- and it never happened again bitch i just after that i fucking started that buying my shit that was it you got one a year i did you um, have one tech moment a year yeah You've and i think i just did it board. on this fucking yeah sound i went away for the weekend and kenny was like i got some shit 
and he was like texting me all these things and I was like oh cool I didn't know what the fuck it meant something about double tracking something about uh, now he has this board that has these lights on it that flash at me and they they real pretty I don't know what they mean but well that means it's working good good (laughs) all right we'll just keep those on then so yeah and then uh and then I actually also have a vintage uh Ouija board from like one of the original um like Parker Brothers games like in the 80s Hmm. like one of the ones from the 80s like a really vintage one which is really cool so i've got several in the 80s vintage so we should probably talk about my segment because i'm clocking that vintage in the 80s vintage 80s is vintage yeah yeah okay 80s is vintage i guess i mean you have to grow up, shit, bitch. Some of the shit, like <laughs> yes, the eighties is vintage. Shit, some of the nineties is vintage now too. God, am I vintage? Yes. Oh no. You are vintage. Mm-hmm. Capital V. Does that make me more expensive? No, bitch. And we've circled back around to Lana. <laughs> no, it does not. Fuck. Not yet, anyway. And then you you have to get like really old before you get into vintage, like. You know what I mean? Like you got to get really old. Maybe they and can then you use my pricey. sternum to make the Ouija board. That's what I will that do. I'm talking about. That's what I'll you do. You can just fucking take mine out. When you die, I'll turn <laughs> the sternum of a. I'll just go into the mortuary and like, just take your sternum, make a little board with it. I might like rub you on the cheek, like have a little moment, like when I'm as you as I you're leave. just fucking like ripping the sternum out of my, as you hear like the bone crack yep. and you're like exerting I, and, yourself. And I get you softly, tenderly touch my cheek. Uh huh. I get some of the blood uh, to make the ink that I print the I letters love, on. I, I just want you to take like a Native American um, standpoint on it and just use every part of my body. Okay. Just use every like stretch my skin out for. Just don't put, don't make a skin suit out of it. Where are your nipples going? (laughs) I want them to be like. On the goodbye. (laughs) It's the two O's. Yes, the goodbye. (laughs) Yes, they're going to be large O's, um, though. Goodbye. (laughs) Good. (laughs) The board is just like mostly nipple. Just one huge nipple. It's just the nipple is stretched out to make <laughs> the layer that the letters oh go God. on. Oh, God. Oh, my. I hope nobody has a problem with that word. You know how sometimes people have issues with words like moist? Nipple. Because we've said it about 18 times. That should be the name of the episode. Just nipple. Moist nipple. Ugh. <laughs> oh, okay. That one got me. That one got me. Moving on. Um, we thought that we would give you guys a little bit of background information on the Ouija board in case you don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Yes, Katie's going to be serving us some history class I'm gonna today. I'm going to get you some knowledge. Sit the fuck down. Oh, but down. you already know what she's talking about because she told you at the top of the episode. If you're standing up, sit the fuck down. And then stand the fuck up because I'm going to use my degree. My... Uh, the degree that she got on her own time. My undergraduate <laughs> history degree, uh, because it's class time, and Professor Kay- Katie is ready to drop some fucking knowledge on you. All right, we're listening. Don't be misled by my stuttering of my own fucking name. So, February eighteen ninety one. 
February, good good month. February that was a good year too. I guess it was, bitch. <laughs> I wasn't there. I ain't that vintage. Um. Oh, that's that would be like the pre-centennial of my birth, though. I'm gonna talk about my age in another episode. Okay. In a, in the second one in a row. Um. So February 1891. Um. Some creepy ass motherfuckers. You and me, before we were reborn, are just floating around. Okay. Living our lives, probably smelling like shit, probably working on a fucking farm, and you <laughs> hate it. the fuck do we have to smell like shit? Because everybody did. It was 1891. Like, Bitch, it, was, not it was just me. gross. No, I'm in some <laughs> fabulous, beautiful, like, gown with some fucking, like, ivory buttons and that I feel really like bad shit. about in this life because, you know, I'm not down with taking elephant tusks. That's fucked up. But back then, you maybe know, 1890s, Katie was. I guess she was. What a bitch. So we're doing our thing, living our lives, and ads for the Ouija Wonderful Talking Board start appearing in newspapers everywhere. And, you know, we're all the fuck over it because we're spooky as fuck. Uh-huh. So we're, we're eating that shit up. Um, and the Ouija board was said to have these um, – Crazy spooky powers um, where uh, you were supposed to be able to contact spirits um, from the beyond um, and do a whole bunch of spooky shit. Um, So ads started appearing on a large scale in 1891, but before that, um, this whole wave of 19th century spiritualism um, fed into the advent of or the popularization, I guess, of the Ouija board. So mm. that was kind of what primed the pump. Um, so you had, in the 19th century, um, this... People would do a lot of, like, fucking weird-ass spooky shit. Like, they would have seances, and it was totally fine. Oh, because they were starting to get into yeah. that shit. It Absol- was just like... Yes. and it was and it was, com- it was a lot more commonplace. It was on trend. It fucking was. I mean, honestly, when I was reading about this, like, it, it seemed like a pretty cool fucking place to be other than the fact that everybody smells like shit like that's what you have to keep in mind no but that's what they would do they would just all get really glamorous come over for like a party and then they would just hold like really fancy seances in their ball right. gowns like that like, sounds cool as fuck and you would have like your seance on saturday night and then sunday morning you go to church and everything's fine yeah. like and it's totally normal um and there, there were some um some pretty important uh members or i guess uh leaders of the spiritualism movement um, the Fox Sisters of New York. Have you heard of them? No, I have not. I, I like that name, though. I think the they fucking Fox may Sisters. have been us in another life. Like, they were just, like, goth. I was a lady. They were, like, a goth duo. <laughs> I would believe that. Uh, oh, just yeah, a I would, too. beautiful, boorish, plus, rather plus mannish lady. lady. What if? What if you weren't, though? What if, like, one of the sisters was, like, a drag queen? Huh? And it was, like... Like the Boulet brothers, but the Fox York. sisters. Right, right. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe cool. Just maybe. Just maybe. So they were um, some super goth bitches that hung out in upstate New York, and they did all kinds of creepy shit. They had seances, and they claimed, one of their claims was that they could receive messages from spirits, um, and they would, like, walk. It was kind of like fucking ghost hunters, but, like, 1891 edition ghost mm. hunters. So they would walk around. 
um, different places and they would ask questions and the spirits they said would rap mess would rap on the walls in answer to their questions and by interpreting those knockings on the walls they could get answers sounds sexy right so who the fuck knows how they actually in- interpreted knocking like I don't know what means the fuck you talking about ghost we should do the podcast that way one day oh god just a whole episode of us just knocking and you guys have to decode it figure out what we're talking about knocking and chair squeaks (laughs) no no i don't know if you can hear that that's abhorrent um so you can you can imagine that uh at a time when the average lifespan was less than 50 years old people would be very interested in contacting the dead and people are dying all the time. Like it's not like <laughs> death is an average, like seriously though, people like we're just dropping like flies. Also on trend. Like you have yeah, also on trend. <laughs> dropping like fr- flies. No. So they, um, death was a much more commonplace thing. And, and there were, you know, you think people had way bigger families. People would have like fucking 13 children. God bless them. And, seven of them would die before they reached the age of like 16. Like it was just a very morbid time. It was a hardcore time. So. Thank you. you Vaccinations. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) And germ theory. So you can see how, um, talking to the dead would be very, would have such an allure at that Mm, time. Yeah. However, walking around your house asking questions and interpreting the fucking rapping that you hear on the walls seems kind of time consuming, you know? A little bit. A little bit. A little bit time consuming. So um, these guys got together and had this great idea. Um, In uh, 1890, Charles Kennard of Baltimore, Maryland, which actually isn't that far from us, um, and Elijah Bond, who was a uh, businessman, they got together and they had heard reports of uh, out of these Ohio um, spiritualist camps. And those reports kind of started circulating around 1886. So prior to 1890, they had kind of heard about these boards that people were using that had letters painted on them. Mm. And the people would ask a question. And I mean, basically, the, those boards from the way that they're described, sound a lot like the Ouija boards um, that we know of today. And so people would ask the board a question, and then the spirit would answer through the board, spelling out its message to you. So they said, that's a great fucking idea. And they stole it from the hippies in the Ohio spiritualist camps, <laughs> and they fucking commoditized it because America. America. Fuck Yeah. So um, they began um, producing their um, boards in 1890. And then about 11 years later, this is where you might, if you know anything about Ouija boards, it starts to get familiar. A man named William Fold took over the manufacturing of the Ouija board. And he's the guy who's responsible for really popularizing it. But a lot of people think, Kenny included, um, think that William Fold was the cre- the original creator of the Ouija board, and he is not. Bitch, I didn't think shit. That was a test on you. That okay. was a test for your knowledge. Sure. All right. So um, William Fold, in 1901, he takes over, and he really popularizes the Ouija board. He says that Ouija means good luck in ancient Egyptian. 
I don't really know because I don't know any ancient Egyptians, but I'm I do have a Yahoo email address <laughs> from 2003 that is EgyptLover1315 at yahoo.com. I remember that. And I'm just gonna go ahead and say on those credential credentials credentials whatever croutons <laughs> that it doesn't mean good luck in ancient Egyptian. I heard that it means good luck. Like it might mean good luck, but. I don't know that. I don't it know. It probably I would have means to re- like w- Satan's maw. Like that's probably what it fucking means. I, I would want to research that a little more. <laughs> research our topic a little more. <laughs> no. No. Mm-mm. No. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say it doesn't fucking mean that. I also heard that it's a combination of um, the word yes in French and German. We. Oui. Ah. We. Oui. Oh, and then German it's ja. Ja. We oui, ja. Or ja. We oui, ja. That seems more legit. I heard that it named itself. Oh, uh, yeah, that it spelled its own name out. Yeah. I feel like we just took the French and the out of those three origin stories, I'm feeling like the most legit one, the most plausible one, is the French and German. Well, I had heard like when they were asking it, like they were trying to like brand it, like they were asking it what it was, and like that's what it spelled out. It's not like a normal process. Like, do you think when they made the iPod, they just well, like mean, sat a fucking iPod on a table, and Steve Jobs was like, "Tell me who you are." <laughs> Siri might have. <laughs> who came first, Siri or Steve Jobs? Definitely Steve Jobs. <laughs> Definitely, because I think Siri was invented in like fucking 2010. You don't know that. I. I watched that movie with Michael Fassbender in it. That's the least attractive he's ever looked. And also, somehow to my specific taste, the most attractive he's oh ever looked. Oh, my God. Here we go. Next. I'm just saying. Next. Okay. I believe that. The dad we, jeans. Ja. Yes, no. Yes. I get that. Well, no. Ja doesn't mean no. Ja means yes. So it's like yes, yes. So what means no? No. <laughs> no means no. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Now you're getting it. So, um, I'm a man. I got it. In February of, uh, February 24th, to be exact, 1927, our, uh, our, I guess, marketing mogul for the Ouija board, William Fold, climbed up to the roof of a three story factory that he had built to watch a flagpole being installed on the property. And he fell to his death mysteriously. They say that the Ouija board is the one who told him to make that specific factory. I mean, I feel like he fucking made it to produce the Ouija board, so. I mean, yeah, but he had multiple factories. And, like, it was that particular one which happened to be, like, some crazy incident, like, with the, um, with the roof. I don't know. Do we feel like maybe he built that factory because he needed to make more Ouija boards, though, to, like, sell? Like, do we think that the market had anything to do with that? Katie, you're really trying to kill my <laughs> fucking spooky vibe that I'm, just I'm trying fucking to bringing have it down. going on. Bringing it down. But no, he could have said the Ouija board could have told See, him. See, I think it would be cooler to... if the Ouija board told him to go up to the roof of the building. You know what I mean? 
Like if the Ouija board was like go up to the roof. Yeah, but like he would have been having he wouldn't have had the Ouija board and just sat there and been like, what do I do? You don't do know I that. Go up Maybe to every the roof? decision in his life was determined by the Ouija board. Maybe it was. Hell, half the decisions I make are from a fucking eight ball half the time. So <laughs> <laughs> I make mine's from a nickel. It's my lucky nickel, and I just splits it, and it says yes or no. Do I take a shower today? The future is yet to be determined. Okay. <laughs> so, William Fold died in 1927 under mysterious circumstances. The fucking Ouija board killed him. And then his children took over the company and they ran it uh, until Parker Brothers acquired the company, and the, or the property, I guess I should say, in 1966. And they have owned it ever since. So the Ouija boards that we know are those that have been produced by Parker Brothers. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. So that's just kind of a, uh, you know, a brief. Well, let me tell you. You remember when we were talking about, like, open up, opening up doors? Yes. Not knowing what the fuck you're doing? Well, you've been off Facebook, like I've said numerous times. There was a trailer that was going around, uh, well, not a trailer, but it was a post, a viral post, uh, about this film called Veronica. Uh-huh. And supposedly it was uh, scariest film ever. I mean, every new viral yeah, horror but this film was is like the viral because ever. it was saying like people couldn't watch it. Okay. So, like, what happened with The Exorcist? Yeah. They ripping that yeah. off? Yeah. For the billionth time? Yeah. And I, I, I'm I, wondering if it was the, uh, I wonder if that was just some marketing ploy, like they created the meme. Because you remember, like, what was that movie that did that a couple with the years pencil. ago? Remember that thing? The Charlie. Yeah, it was Charlie. Charlie. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was for, um, what was that movie? I'm drawing a blank. I'll research it. It's We've fine. watched it. We've watched it? Yes. Did we really? Yes. Um. About the shit. Find that out. Okay, I'm gonna research it. Assistant, research, please. We don't have an assistant. I'm talking to you. I'm what? Ah. Yes. So Veronica uh, is a 2017 Spanish the gallows. Film. The gallows. The gallows. The, the gallows. fucking gallows. Yeah, we've okay. wa- we've seen that. All right. Yep. Sure. Yeah. You don't. Yeah, we have. Sure. We've watched it. Okay. Or at least I have. All right. But I'm fairly certain we watched it. Anyway. Uh, so it's a 2017 Spanish horror film directed by Paco Plaza. The movie, uh, like I said, was brought to my attention uh, after the viral post that made. And, you know, obviously the joke is like, oh, well, nobody could watch, finish watching it because it sucked. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that. you just opened yourself up for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially, the story revolves around a young girl who lives with her mother and siblings in a tiny apartment. Her father had passed away, and so one day at school, when everyone is headed outside to see a solar eclipse, Veronica and her friends head down to the basement to use a Ouija board. And some crazy shit happens while they're playing with it, and eventually she blacks out. 
After the event, she starts experiencing lots of paranormal activity around the house. She starts getting bruises and scratches over her body, and things just generally suck really bad for her. And she eventually discovers that the demon has latched itself onto her and is attempting to fully possess her. Now, was it the scariest film I've ever seen? No, not at all. But I don't think it would ever warrant a complete, like, shut off, like, ah, fuck this bullshit. Uh, you finish it. As yeah, no, I would finish it. And I liked there. it. I did like it. Uh, it is slow, and it is in Spanish, so I can see how that might, like, yeah. deter some people. Uh, but it really honestly had some truly creepy moments. And, like, there's, like, a blind nun Mm, in, that's cool. And the kids call her Sister Death. Mm. <laughs> Katie's future. Oh, God. <laughs> now, well, you would never be a nun. No. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I was, like, undercover. But I feel like I'd be the worst undercover nun ever. You, Yeah, you have uh, references to, like, solar activity, which is cool. They give you a few jump scares in there. Um, but you also have a true story. Hmm. Dun, dun, dun. A true story that's in the movie? The movie is a true story. Oh. Well, inspired by a true story. Okay. Anyway. Very different. Very yes, different. Yes, I know. Inspired. So, yes, Veronica is actually based off of a real case that happened in Madrid in 1990. Still keeping it in the 90s this week, y'all. Fucking thematic. <laughs> thematically we planned it we fine. did we did so late one evening on november 27th uh um mm, a police station full of thanksgiving dinner uh-huh no well do they celebrate thanksgiving in spain i don't think so <laughs> no <laughs> i don't think i don't think we hit that in madrid i was just thinking about myself like yeah. where i would have been where were you at 1992 dinner. in in 92 yeah 92. i don't want to talk about it i'm an image okay <laughs> but yes, this uh, was in um, this moment started in 1992. Uh, that's when this whole thing. Well, it's not when this whole thing starts, but this is where I'm starting it in God, this timeline. This is a great story. It really is. Just no, it really. I want to give you an award for storytelling. It really is. Shut the fuck up. A police station in Madrid received a deeply unsettling telephone call. The Gutierrez family had frantically called emergency services with claims that there was a shadow figure standing at the end of their hallway, and all of their crucifixes were turning down and then right side up. Nope. Inspector Mm-mm. Jose Negri gathered a small team of officers and headed to the condo after making the assumption that there were probably intruders in the home. Unfortunately, when they arrived, they found something else. They was turned inside out, weren't they? <laughs> no. Okay, good. <laughs> good. Uh, when the police arrived at the home, they found the Gutierrez family standing outside in the cold because they were too terrified to go back into That's their home. Good. That's good. The Gutierrez family told the police that they had heard uh, they had had previous like paranormal experiences in their home. Um, that they had heard uh, strange banging noises all throughout their home. Doors were slamming. And Mrs. Gutierrez recalled that she had been grabbed by a pair of invisible hands. Mm -hmm. Um, They had both seen shadow people in the mirrors 
walking past doorways, uh-uh. peeking behind uh-uh. corners. For how long did that ha- go on? Uh, for several months. Fuck that. No, see, you get you get a big fucking log of sage. Like what I fucking have in my house. Kenny has seen my sage. I know. It's like fucking, what would you, it's like 10 inches long. Your sage big is bigger fucking, than my sage. Big old fucking I, log of sage and you light that shit on fire. And then you just fucking just put it in the whole fire, honey. You smudge your whole fucking house and you do the mirrors twice. Mm-hmm. Cause fuck a mirror. Fuck a mirror. Every time. Every time I get that mirror, I go around it twice, honey. My windows, I'm going around them twice. Good. Them light switches, I'm hitting them about three times. Cause I saw that fucking movie, that don't move movie. Is that what it's called? The, the movie, the short, the horror short with the light oh, switch. Fuck the hell no, no, out of no, no, that. No, 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 That was Lights Out. Lights but Out. The movie yeah. that we talked about, yeah, that Don't Move was something Different separate. Different movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, the um, light switch one. Mm, fuck it. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> um, so once the police made their way inside, they found no sign of forced entry or any sort of struggle, just an eerie calmness. The inspector kept a couple officers with uh, Mrs. Gutierrez in the living room uh, while he took the husband into the master bedroom to with another with the rest of the officers to speak. Once they were there, they heard a loud bang that hit against the bedroom the bedroom's balcony. And then what sounded like something rolling across the balcony's tiled floor. And when they opened the doors to the balcony, there was nothing there. The two men went back into the living room to ask the, the others if they had heard anything. And they didn't. And at that moment, an officer who had been standing beside a pine armoire was nearly hit by a swinging door that flung open unexpectedly. A preliminary investigation revealed that there were no strings, no trickery of any kind. And at that point, two of the officers were like, fuck this. You know who those two were? <laughs> you and me, babe. They left to stand you outside and in the me. cold. Bye. They went out in the cold, whatever. Mm-mm. Bitch, I went to the diner down the street. For fucking sure. The 24-hour diner. Get me a hot chocolate. Get me a cherry pie. Call me when y'all done. So, while sitting in the dining room, the Gutierrez couple told the officers uh, about the strange death of their daughter a couple of years prior. Now, it's said that Mrs. Gutierrez's father uh, was dying in the hospital at that time, but apparently Mm -hmm. wasn't very likable uh, and was said to have, have... absolutely hated his family and before his death he is said to have whispered into uh, their daughter Estefania her her name whispered into her ear if I cannot harm you in this life I'll do it in the next one Uh -uh. and he passed that's what I say to every man that I (laughs) break up with that's my breakup speech It's funny because it's true. I like to touch true. them gently on the cheek and stare deeply into their eyes. <laughs> so he died with a lot of hate and malice in his heart. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. 
So their teenage daughter, Estefania, had taken a liking um, to the occult. You know, she got a little gothy. <laughs> okay. I mean, you kind of have to if your fucking dad says that shit to you. <laughs> like, her grandfather. That was her, grandfather. That was her grandfather. Uh, and yeah. when one of her friends, boyfriends, died in a tragic motorcycle accident, Estefania offered to perform a seance using a spirit board so that they could contact him. They performed the seance at school, but was interrupted by a teacher before they could finish. The teacher, in a fit of like frustration and anger, rushed over, snatched the board, and tore it in two. And in doing so, broke the glass that the girls had been using as a planchet. Both the girls and the teacher went on record and acknowledged that a wisp of smoke came out from the glass... And that Estefania had, like, breathed it in. Uh-uh. That ain't never good. Yeah. So from that moment on, her health started to deteriorate. She started seeing the shadowy figures, and they taunted her relentlessly. She started having horrible seizures. It became prone to violent fits of rage, where she would snarl and growl at her younger younger siblings. Um, the couple took Estefania to the doctors, but they couldn't find anything wrong with her. They just claimed she had a psychotic episode, like a break. Mm. She had a psychotic break. I mean, it sounds like maybe there was some other stuff going on, too. Like, with, with, that, with the grandfather being that, like, terrible, you know? Well, I don't think the way they it spoke, like, they didn't, the family wasn't close. And, like, they only visited him in the hospital, like, as a formality. Like, I don't think there was, like, a... Bond there. You know what I mean? There wasn't yeah. a bond there or anything like that. Um, so, for six months, the family tried to gain answers, but to no avail, and eventually the seizures became worse. In August of 1991, she said that the dark figures were beginning to beckon her to come nearer. And within several Just don't, days... I don't advise it. No. I don't fucking advise it. Within several days, she passed away. Quietly in her bedroom. And it was from that point on that the Gutierrez family began experiencing all of this activity. And as the family was divulging this information to the expector, you know, fast forward to this, like, night where apparently it had, like, culminated in this shadow figure standing at the end of the hallway, which, by the way, fucking gets me. That's one thing that, like, just creeps me out. I told you in last episode about the fucking, um... Uh, the shadow figure at the end of the fucking hallway. I don't do that shit. I do not do shadow figures in general. What about at the end of the bed? Like not at. I, I, we've experienced that. Hello, Night Terror episode, episode two. This is true. No, that it was that was on top of you, right? Or was it? Well, it was kind of like on top. It wasn't at my bed, like at the front of my bed or foot of my bed, but it was like beside me. Like I couldn't see it, but I felt it. Yeah. But something about like you've got this figure at the end of the hallway and like the hallway is the only thing that's like, it's like, that's the only distance between you two. I just don't, I don't play that shit. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> is it worse at the end of the hallway or like closer towards you? To me, it's worse or at the, it's worse at the end of the hallway. Yeah. Because Cause you don't know how fast it's going to cross the hallway. Right. Like you don't know like what it's doing. For it. Yeah. It's just like a stand. It's yeah. like a standoff. Like, oh, you know I'm what I mean? On you. You're both at, opposite ends of the hallway and it's like what the fuck 
also we've all been there. We've all ha- have all had those experiences where like it's dark and you think something looks like a figure, but it's really not. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, or maybe it is. Maybe it is. that's what I'm saying. That's maybe why I don't play that shit. Is. That's why I don't like that. Like, what it, the fuck is that? Like, that's why. No, I don't do that. Mm-mm. Um. So you know, with the the shadow figure and the crosses acting all sorts of fucked up, um, they eventually were like, okay, we need to maybe call somebody, the police. The doctors couldn't help them out with their daughter, um, and they had been dealing with like these weird occurrences in their home since she passed. When do we think about calling a priest? You know, I'll get to that because I would no, I'll get to that. I'd have been calling him. They like, did twice. They did. They did. Um, As the family was divulging this information to the inspector, another loud bang could be heard from the daughter's old room, uh, as well as awful thrashing sounds. When they made it to the room, a crucifix that had been hanging on the wall was now lying on the floor, and several posters had been shredded. It is also noted that... She's like, I'm so over Hanson now. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Respect the debt. She, um, it's noted in the uh, police report, actually, that the, one of the younger daughters mm-hmm. went into the room, picked up the crucifix, and hung it um, on, like, the back of the door. Mm-hmm. And when she hung it there, like, a set of claw marks, like, three claw marks appeared, like, there was a poster hanging on the back of the door, and I'm assuming some sort of nail. So the daughter, went, like the younger daughter, went and like hung it back up on the back, and then like all of a sudden, like three like Claw slash marks, through marks the course, appeared through the through the, through the poster mm-hmm. beside it. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, and what's interesting is that's actually documented, mm-hmm. like the police officially documented that. Um. So. After all of that, the officers checked the balcony door, but it was locked, which meant nobody would have you know, escaped or been into the room. And a loud uh, pounding sound echoed across the room, but they were never able to locate the source of the noise. And Mr. Gutierrez had also told them that previously, like, he had experienced, like, a force that would violently, like, push you in mm-hmm. this room. Mm-hmm. And that... His son had, like, he had witnessed his son, like, being physically thrown against the wall by some invisible force in this room. Uh, And that's sort of a recurring theme. Like, they, this was her old room, and they had sort of kept it, like, shut since her death. So, like, everything, like, these were, like, her posters and all of that stuff. Um they there was actually another space in the house the bathroom that they completely just did not use at all um because they said that they heard like disembodied voices all over the the like they heard disembodied voices and that the temperature was drat like it was always so so cold like abnormally cold um But the strangest thing that happened was that a picture of their daughter, Estefania, was found um, and had been burned. 
hmm. down the middle, hmm. mostly down the middle. Uh, however, the frame and glass were intact. Hmm. Um, so it's like the photo was burned and then placed like back it, into no, the glass, or uh, either oh, that, it, or that's it what had it like appeared burned, to be, or it, from within. Burned from within. Right. Just the photo was damaged. Yeah. Just the burnt. Just the photo was damaged. Um, so yeah, and the officer like they went in to check the the bathroom, and he also noted that the hairs on the back of his neck stood up, and that the bathroom itself was exceptionally colder than it was outside in late November. Hmm. So, um, unfortunately, the police really couldn't help the family with anything. I mean, like, what can they do? They can't really put anybody in cuffs. If- um, no, they can't. Uh, the family had also previously sought help from a medium who was actually documented uh, becoming possessed by the spirit, what the medium said was the spirit of the grandfather. Okay. Uh, however, the medium also said that she could feel Estefania's presence in the apartment and that she was trying to protect her family. Um, EVP was recorded with a female voice saying in Spanish, uh, beware of grandfather. Hmm. And I actually found those. Why I will the fuck be posting was he those. so salty, babe? I don't know. Like, I don't know why, the whole history behind that. What was he so fucking that, mad like, about? He was not a very good person, you apparently. You gotta, you gotta let it go, baby. You gotta let it go and become one with the great cosmic mother. <laughs> True, but that EVP is like really creepy. creepy. Yeah, it's really mm. fucking creepy. The EVP is really fucking creepy. Uh, the medium when she was possessed was also recorded mm. and like that's also fucking creepy so I think we're gonna maybe try to post that yeah. to Patreon maybe yeah yeah yeah, yeah. We'll um, link that for you guys yeah and yeah so but with all of this nobody like they never found peace in their home so they eventually decided to pack up and move where they fortunately um, seem to find freedom from their suffering. So while no documented cases of activity happened to the family after, um, a team of researchers interviewing the family in their new home about all of this um, did pick up an EVP that said, we haven't even started. No, babe. I mean, we're <laughs> done. Like, I'm moving. The one like, thing that, yeah. I gotta no. go. Um, but there hasn't been any recordings of anything happening in the apartment since then mm-hmm. it just seemed to have all disappeared once they moved out of course so but now i wonder if it continued wherever else they moved next they were never document they were never document they never documented any sort of like other supernatural activities like after that oh, so they were never documented again is what I'm Maybe. hearing. What I I'm don't fucking know. hearing is that they just fucking uh, disappeared. All I'm saying is there were no more reports of supernatural oh, activity. Okay. How about any activity? I don't How about know. any? We got any ATM transactions? <laughs> no. But what interests me most about this case is that we all know that police are trained observers and are rarely involved in cases of the paranormal and yeah. when it does happen they almost always refuse to report those occurrences as paranormal right uh however the official police report for this case is filed with the extraordinary events that occurred while they investigated the gutierrez home and these are all statements that the police have officially sworn to have witnessed um, leaving this to be one of the creepiest 
unexplained cases in their files. Hmm. I wonder how things like that, like I wonder if, because I do know that um, to a degree, like yes, here in the U.S., the police are rarely involved in paranormal activity and things like that. And to a degree, I'm sure that holds constant worldwide. But I wonder if in different cultures, if there's sort of a different, like, treatment of that. You know what I mean? Like, here in America, if you call the cops when there's, like, paranormal activity and shit happening, like, people make fun of you or whatever. Or they're, like, not into it. Right. Hello, motorcycle friend. Maybe they from don't fucking hear us. last week. Um, so... But I wonder if in Madrid, because there is so much more of a rich culture that, that does include a lot of elements of the afterlife and stuff, I, like, I wonder if they would be more inclined to... From my understanding, it's not. No? Mm-mm. Huh. No. From my understanding and from what I've read, it's not. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, and there's a lot that, like, I wanted to, like, like... Because I found, like, the actual, like, translations of the actual police reports. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm going to save those for our Patreon. Uh, (laughs) Well, shit. (laughs) We'll put some stuff on Patreon. I mean, it's essentially what – I mean, it's essentially, like, what I said, but it's just, like, the actual – It's the actual statements of what was going on, um, which I found really interesting and also very creepy, and especially that fucking EVP, man. EVPs yeah, get me. I can't, I can't wait to hear that. EVPs get me. And I'm yeah. like, ooh. That's when, like, I don't know. Like, I, going back to, I still have that block. But I don't know. I guess, like, the EVP, like, I don't know. They're the either EVP. really fucking scary or they're, like, really boring. Yeah. True. With EVP. Because, like, sometimes I'll marathon. I will fucking marathon the shit out of a, like, Ghost Hunter's. Until I just can't. Like, there reach, there, there's a point at which my brain, like, I believe that the electricity that makes my brain work actually, like, slows down to the point from from watching Ghost Hunters because mm-hmm. it's so stupid. Like, it just slows down to the point that my brain is, like, starting to destabilize and I have to stop. But I fucking, I love that shit. Yeah. But it's either really scary and you're like, oh, shit, or it's, like, just clicks and shit on an, on a recorder. Yeah. You know? And a lot of it can be suggestive. Good EVP too. is really fucking creepy, though. A lot of it can be suggestive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this is what you would hear, but, and then your brain, like, finds a way to. Yeah. to and then to sometimes you it. don't know if they're saying Laurel or Yanny. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. Yanny is not a fucking word. It's not. Laurel. Yeah. And they. Pr- and they no. What's really scary about that, that shit, though? That it was Laurel. Well, yeah. It was Laurel. But no, what's so scary is that, like, I found this video on YouTube and I was like, this is so dumb. But then I played the video and, like, the first time I heard Laurel, because every time anybody's ever played it for me, I've only ever heard Laurel. So they played it once and they were fucking with your brain and they played the clip and they put up the word Yanny and I heard Laurel. And then they played the clip again and they put up the word Laurel and I heard fucking Yanny clear as day. Scared the piss out of me because I had somebody else that was there watching it with me and like they heard Yanny twice so like it was the same recording it was just like and and you were supposed to hear the word that they put up but like apparently my brain is just fucking obstinate and so I heard the opposite word but right anyway back to Ouija boards yeah 
So, Today's theme is Laurel versus Yanni. <laughs> no. <laughs> so dumb. Um, so I just think that it goes back to like she was messing with stuff that she just didn't really maybe understand. Um, I also think that that fucking teacher fucked up when she came in and like ripped the fucking spirit board into and broke that fucking glass. Yeah, not a way. Not a way to to deal with that. No, really. not at all. So just a really interesting case. It is very popular in Spain. Um, and yeah, so it's kind of like it. I think it, it's been described as kind of like our equivalent of um, like the conjuring. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. like that Ed and Lorraine Warren like stuff like it's like that's their equivalent. Like I that's their haunting the um Vallecas. Did I say that right? I might have said that completely wrong. Vallecas haunting. Yeah. I wish I knew what the grandfather was so mad about. You know. I don't know. I really don't Especially know. Especially since was they just... weren't really close. Like that. That just seems very. Just seems like a lot of effort. You know what I mean? Right. Like there when was... I die, I'm going straight to hell. Bowie's fucking house party <laughs> in the sky. Like I'm just going straight there. You know, I don't really. I don't really have time to fuck around with anything here, I don't think. Yeah. Just headed there. Uh, I'll hitch a ride with friends, and it'd be fine. I might stay around. You really? Know I, I might stay around. Fuck with people. I don't know. I'd I just turn feel into like I like, won't be interested in people anymore. I would turn into I'd go like, to Saturn. No, I would, I would be able to just fuck with people in any way that I wanted. And you can't do shit because I'm dead. Because I'm dead. I mean, I feel like they could probably sage the shit out of you. That's what the fuck I do. Bitch, sage ain't gonna do nothing with me. Cause I'm not malevolent. It I'm probably not malevolent. legit won't do anything for me. Cause I'll be like 85% sage by the time I die and become spirit. Right. <laughs> Cause I fucking sage so much. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So Ouija boards. Spirit boards. Whatever you want to call them. Talking to the dead boards. I think I think use with caution is what I is what my final word on it is. I think just like anything, literally anything that involves any degree of magic, use with caution and yeah. be very careful about your intention and, you know, know what you're doing before you. Yeah, exactly. Dabble. Exactly. Not a not a dabbling sort of thing. Yeah. Or just have a spiritual block up. <laughs> like you. Like me. Or that. So. Well, that is our episode. Thank you so much for listening to this. Thanks. Our episode. Thank you. <laughs> our, 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 what? <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, it was weird. That was very odd. I'm not going to edit. That was like I'm not gonna high. Edit. That was like radio talk show host who is also high. Like just very <laughs> high. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to fulfill my word count, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good. Just trying to get us on up to that one hour and 12 minute mark. <laughs> that we always hover around. Yeah. yeah. All right. We hope you guys have a good week and we will see you back next week. And as always, stay, stay spooky. spooky.